Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. We are back. We got things to talk about today. We can talk about these things without there being like this whole. There's still. Let me let me walk that back. There still is a dark cloud, just more morose feeling over the Saints after everything that happened with you know. 22 but we're, we're trying to look forward to the season so let's the first two big things i want to talk about we'll start first big thing is that as of today recording this podcast on the 21st of march shout out to my baby girl who turns 12 years old today life's hey. crazy <laughs> it fucking, fucking flies um that Jameis Winston re-signed with the Saints for a deal, two years, $28 million, um, twenty, I believe it's $21 million guaranteed. And we haven't gotten, like, the official numbers out. Like, we don't even know if that second year is even, like, a real year. It might be a ghost year. We don't know any of that yet. We just could only go by off it of the face of the face of what was reported. But that said, they brought Jameis back, so there's no going to be, there's not going to be Jimmy G coming to the Saints. There's not going to be Baker Mayfield coming to the Saints. Uh, and as soon as I saw two years, twenty eight million, I was like, man, that is bridge quarterback money or bridge quarterback contract for a quarterback. Have I ever seen one? Oh yeah, that's lower lower middle class. That is I mean, like. <sighs> Even if it's just one year, even if it's just one year, that's like middle class. Like that's what Teddy was getting, you know. It was like one year, twenty-one million, you know, and you know, just the second year is like, you know, whatever. That's like Teddy Bridgewater money. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater by Broncos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a great that's a great point. I saw that contract, and it kind of told. And everyone in my mentions was like. 
Oh, well, actually, it's more of a prove-it deal for Damien's. And if he plays well, then no, stop it. <laughs> like, I'm sure if James, like, if James goes and he balls out, like, I mean, balls out, balls out, then, yeah, like, for sure, he's going to get paid either by the Saints or another team. That's just how it works. Just the thing. Good quarterbacks don't need proven deals. Thank you. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, you ball out, you're going to get paid. <laughs> Period. Like, whatever. Like, it thank don't you. matter. If you ball out, you're going to get paid. Um, I'm, try- I'm actually trying to pull up the, the, te- the Teddy deal that he signed with the Dolphins. It was like... It was, so it was Teddy signed for the Dolphins for one year, six point five million. Okay, just why his, his, his numbers his numbers going down since. Yeah, it has. And, and Greg got in our mentions and kind of brought up a good point that that the bridge quarterback, like below middle tier quarterback money, even that's going up, right? Like th- mm-hmm. this season, that's going up. Mm-hmm. But I saw that deal and I saw the numbers. And the first thought I had was either the Saints are going to try to draft their quarterback of the future this year, may not be round one, but this year in the first round or the second round, or maybe try to swing, you know, next free agency, take a big swing at maybe whoever the next disgruntled quarterback is, Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson, who knows, right? A lot, as we've seen, a lot can change in 12 months in the NFL real quickly, bro. Man, in a week. Bro, I still think I still think about that picture you sent me when the Texans were up on the Chiefs in that playoff game. Bruh. Like it was like 21 to zero or whatever it was. Oh. <laughs> The entire landscape of the NFL's changed since then. That's crazy. And that playoff game was what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have, we have no idea who might be wanting to get traded, uh, you know, quarterback-wise, you know, this time next year. Hopefully it's a, a, per, a, a quarterback that doesn't have baggage like the one that the Saints tried to go after. Uh, but when you saw that deal, Jameis being, you know, Jameis being back, what are your thoughts in general about the deal and about him being back and being the quarterback for the Saints for the upcoming season? Oh, uh, well, I mean, when I saw the deal, I was like, that's that's like a perfect, perfect deal for Jameis Winston. Um, I mean, we'll see what the particulars are as far as like, you know, incentives and how it stretches out over two years and stuff. But my whole thought was like, no way Jameis coming back. I mean, Jameis played for like one million his first year and his second year. He played for like basically one million plus incentives, which he wound up making like a couple million. Um, But, you know, then he got hurt, which screwed him over. Um, So I just say ain't no way he coming back make it less than Taysom, at least on one year. You know what I'm saying? Like, just as a man, like, how could you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how could I – Taysom here, probably not even a, a starting QB, and I'm supposed to come here and make less than him? Hell no. So, you know, when I saw the deal, I was like, okay, he did. they did good. The Saints did good because, you know, um, they didn't get into a bidding war with anybody. 
it seems like. And, uh, you know, and James got paid. You know, he got a nice little security coming off of ACL injury. You know, and he could, you know, he could easily, he could ball out this year and get paid by, you know, Saints or someone else. Or he can have like a, just a solid season and, you know, still make good money. So I was, you know, I was really fine with the deal. I didn't really react tough to it. I was just like, man, about time they do something because, like, they ain't done nothing. Since that Deshaun Watson thing fell through, they ain't uh, done nothing, bro. Like, it's, it's been radio it's been, solid. It's been, it's been embarrassing, like, honestly. And uh-huh. and maybe this wasn't the this wasn't the plan or this is not the intention, but it, it on the optics it appears that they had put everything in to getting Watson. Everything in. And when that didn't happen, because remember, if you, if you remember the reports that came out for like days, the Saints were in the lead, the Saints were the favorites, blah, 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 blah. Even regardless of, we're not going to regurgitate that, but regardless of how you felt as a fan of if you wanted the Saints to trade for Deshaun Watson or not, if you had followed the Saints closely enough over the years, we have, we have been through this fucking ordeal so many times, bro. First it was yeah. Adama Kinsu. Then it was Jadavian Clowney. Then it was Odell when he got cut. Now it was Watson. Granted, we didn't, you and I, and, you know, a, a good portion of Saints Twitter didn't want Watson, although some parts of Saints Twitter did want Watson. The, the result all ends up the same. They don't get their guy. Who I mean, who was if you if you just think about who was the last big person that the Saints wanted definitely that he got, it's probably Jerry's Burt, if we're just being yeah. honest. Like yeah. I, I don't I don't even know if we were like courting him. We just overpaid yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the optics is that as soon as that Watson deal didn't happen, they kind of seemed like they didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. It was like, whoa, 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 fuck, bro. Like, now what? And I have no problem with, with Jameis being back. I've said this numerous we, – me and you have said this numerous times on this podcast. We don't think Jameis is the guy. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's a stock gap. And he could be a good option slash bridge for the next quarterback. But if you're bringing Jameis back, the way that they have neglected the offense – Right. This entire offseason has been of male pra- male practice and criminal. Like they have not signed a single guard. They haven't signed a single wide receiver. They haven't signed a single tight end. And now, like this is you tweeted it earlier today. Like now it's like bargain bin shopping. I'm going through the list, Ryan. Like these are like you know the place in you know the the oh what is it the liquidation store, bro? This yeah, is yeah, the liquidation yeah. store on Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> on fifty cent day, <laughs> nigga. This is Wednesday, like the new shit they come in on Thursday. So you know there is nothing on out there. Oh, on Wednesday. They tell you just bring a garbage bag and just fill it up and just <laughs> and you just, and you just pay five dollars. You know, <laughs> just just take what you want, bro. Like I'll take what you want. <laughs> This is what like I'm 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 going through the wide receivers, you know, before recording this podcast. And I was like, is, is there something like maybe like there's not much out there at any position. Even like the smart 
little moves that the Saints could have made, they could have fucking signed Jay Washington, bro. Nah, he signed with the Cowboys. Like, on a, on a cheap little one-year deal. That's what kills me, bro. I've seen some of these deals. I'm like, what? That's it? That's it? Not even, not even just the free agents, even like the trades, you know? Like, yes. I mean, Robert Woods, I know he get paid a little, you know, a little the, chunk. But come on, man. The Saints, come on, man. We know the we can con- work that number. The contract could have been worked. I do think because how how much he was respected by the Rams, I do think they did approach Robert Woods and kind of said, hey, if we're trading you, and he kind of had like maybe like a list of teams or you yeah. know, he gave. So I, I think, again. I can see that. I can see that, yeah. So that's what well, that's what I believe would happen with him. But I'm going through this list. The like who, AJ Green, uh, <laughs> uh, the best option at wide receiver that they have that they could sign. That's young. It could come in. He he he's he's a very kind of inconsistent player, but. Aaron Rodgers loved him is, is Marcus about about us gambling. He's 27. It says on, on spot track, his, his market value is about 8 million a year. Can they bring in somebody? Can I, you know what, bro? Today was the first time I walked into work where I didn't have to wear a mask since last March or since two March, uh-huh. two, two years, marches ago. Can we get Cole Beasley in the building? Someone <laughs> please. Like what are we doing? So is their plan, is their plan really going to be, and they're banking on the health of Michael Thomas, and they're going to say, I I know that at some point they're going to address, they're going to get a right receiver in the draft. Knowing us, it's probably not going to be round one, but they'll get one in round two or round three. And is their their line of thinking is that we're going to run it back with basically like the same group of characters and expect the offense to be better than what it was last year when your star running back's probably going to miss six to eight games? Is this, is this what we're going to do? Because it's, I mean, so? it's, it's, it's looking like it. it I mean, because I haven't, I haven't even seen them like mention, mention, you know, trying to get other wide receivers. So I just wonder if they even just kind of, they say they're just going to punt on as far as like that position in free agency, or they either missed the missed the window, because I mean, just honestly, it just it moved real quick. Like it did. Dudes, they was getting scooped up early. Man. And, and what, what were they doing? They were googly eyed for cereal. Exactly. They got left in the dust. They got left um, in the dust. Um, like and I brought this up on the podcast, right? I love teams that see what their weakness is and they address it. The Bengals, these moves might, might work out for the Bengals, but they designed three offensive lines. Three. They said, what happened to the Super Bowl? It ain't going to happen again. Just uh-huh. like the Chiefs, when their offensive line failed against the Bucks, they went out and got three, a completely different offensive line. They said, it's not going to happen again. The Rams, who just won the Super Bowl, have a top three wide receiver in Cooper Cup on their team, and they say, you know what? Let's go get Allen Robinson. Let's go get Matt Stafford an, another weapon, so he can cook some more. We can continue to run our offense. And it's like it feels like we're just in a different league offensively, bro. I was like, can we can we get um, 
Rashad Penny from the Seahawks, you know, get him on a little deal. We're going to be missing a running back. He showed great, you know, when he was healthy, he showed great first. He looked dominant for like four or five games last season, bro. I was like, God damn. Nope, he went back to Seattle on like a little $5 million deal. Now, okay, so I want to say this, right? We don't know if the Saints have have tried to sign these players and these players just chose to sign with other teams. But typically when that happens, usually how the reporting in the NFL works, they usually put like a little tidbit of like, you know, there were offers from whatever team, but right. player X chose to blah, blah. We, we haven't seen this. We haven't seen the link to one offensive player except fucking Deshaun Watson, and they just re-signed Jameis. They uh, they tendered uh, Hardy, Dante Hardy. Oh, uh, bro, I thought, um, I thought you were about to say they tendered little little Jordan Humphrey, bro. They brought back little Jordan. I was like, why even tweet that? Like, don't even tweet that shit. <laughs> Big, uh, you know, and they, you know, they signed two different defensive players. You got Marcus May, and you got uh, the rear breaker. What's his name? Street. Oh yeah, uh, Streets. K Street. Yeah. Um. So it's, I don't know. It just seems like they had their like their defensive guys kind of, you know, penciled penciled in who they wanted. But as far as offense, man, it's like they're like shoot. You know, wait a while, bro. It's not. I'm telling you. They're gonna bring back Traquan. It's just I'm, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna list these. Traquan's gonna be the the mirror version of PJ Williams. I'm telling you. Well, if he has, if he speaking of PJ, they need to fucking bring PJ back. But if he has the late, like the the peak PJ, like Pete PJ used to get roasted by us by say sweater. Yeah. He was the joke of many of the butt of many jokes, and he turned his career around. Can Traquan do that? I'm done. Get me off that boat. I'm going to list these names. Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, A.J. Green, um, Sammy Watkins, Albert Wilson, Deshaun Jackson. Bruh, Danny Amendolo was making some plays last season for the Texans. <laughs> he had like a two, three touchdown game last season. <laughs> Anyone. Just one. He you was, know, I, 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 I mean, I like Cole Beasley. Um, man, he, I, like, I, like, I, I, I like him too, although I think he would be like a terrible fit with Jameis. I really do. Like, I, I just – it's hard to really know with Jameis, man, because – Man, it's like everything he does is like even when he was with Tampa, I remember talking about this before, like his average depth of targets always 10 plus yards and more. So I but it was hard for me to know if that was just Bruce Arians or you know, just the way the offer because you know, Tom Brady's the same way now. You know, since he went to Arians, you know, his average depth of target is like nine yards or more. For who he throws to, uh, as far as wide receivers, anyway. And when Jameis got here, uh, his A dot went, you know, it went down a little bit, but it was still higher than Drew Brees ever has been, ever. So it's like I don't know how much of that. I mean, obviously some of that is him. So it's like what kind, what kind of wide receivers do you get? Because the offense really isn't predicated off that. That's why it was kind of weird seeing him in the offense because 
it never was really a sustaining offense with him. No, man. But he did hit like just some of the biggest plays we'd ever, you know, just when he did make plays, it was like big plays. But between that, it was like nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I mean, I think Cole Beasley is at least somebody who's played with like a big arm quarterback who could, uh, you know, kind of figure it out. And then you get, you know, you get Michael Thomas back who could kind of do all of it. And you got, you know, Hardy who could stretch. And I would love, I mean, I don't know, man, how you feel about Julio, bro? Because I, part of me wants to bet on the upside of like, yes, uh, like yes. a Hall of Fame type, you know, player. Don't care. That's just, that's I, just, I get it. Know. I get it. He's, he's old. He doesn't practice. He got some hamstrings. I oh, man, bro, like if, I'm telling you, if you go back and watch the like two games he did play last year for the Titans, even the ones where he didn't like put up numbers, but just watch him move. He moved good, bro. Like he was yeah. moving. It's just I don't know. He, he didn't have no chemistry with Tannehill and hadn't been practicing much. I mean, and I look, think he, I, that he probably wouldn't be doing the same. He's definitely lost a step, right? Of like, course, I mean, of course. Yeah. Like of course, he's not two thousand. You know. 716 Julio, but he's still a big target that can get downfield. And you know, I think and that's what and that's what Jameis needs, man. I want him a big target, man. Not these little, you know, little shifty type guy. He need him a big he need a big target, man, that'll go up and get it, bro. And you know, like I just I would like to bet on the upside. Obviously, the contract could be a major thing because you know, players like him. If, you know, they don't want to get off the bus unless you're paying them, you know, $10 million or whatever at least. You got to be double digits. And, you know, I don't know about all that. But, you know, it's something, it's a call I would make just to see, you know. So I would try to bring him in and obviously MVS. MVS will make a plenty of sense, man, because he's like a better trick one. Oh, yeah. He's a, Ian, he's a field stretcher. He's a field stretcher. He's put up yards. Obviously, he played with, you know, a great, a great quarterback. But, like, with what Jameis does, like he could still put up numbers. Oh yeah. You know so um let's let's just where are the Saints current raw receivers? And I have them as right now, they are a top, a bottom three wide receiver group in the NFL. Gotta be. Gotta be. But I, I am I will who's, who's behind on, them? Uh the Packers. Yeah, and oh fuck! I had the team. It just it just left. The Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. That's it. Packers Man, and Falcons. The Falcons have you know Kyle Pitt, which is you know, yeah. not a wide receiver, but you know he's a wide receiver. Yeah, I, I, but like it, the the <laughs> I don't the Packers don't got nobody, bro. The Packers ain't got nobody. They got Alan Lazard, and that's it. <laughs> Unless they bring back uh, Valdez Scandal. But I know Aaron Rodgers. He is a motherfucker right now, bro. Is he, though? Is he, though? Because I don't know. I will. You know what's going to happen, right? You already know what's going to happen. The Packers are going to draft Jameson Williams at 22. You think so? It's, it's, it's written, bro. It's, uh, I mean, because, like, Bucket Brooks, he's, like, ordinary that they do not draft wide receivers in the first round. But I'm like, man, do you see your wide receiver court? Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man meme, Packers wide receivers and our wide receivers just looking at each other like the same thing, bro. <laughs> like, I was, think, I was thinking a couple of days, like a day ago or two days ago, I said the Lions have a better, like they got, yeah. 
uh, Aaron St. Brown, who the, who the Saints could have drafted in the fourth round, but they didn't, and DJ Chark. I would bet on that. And here's what I here's what is annoying me as a fan who gets people in my mentions all the fucking time now. It's fucking curse getting more followers. Everyone's banking on Michael Thomas just being Michael Thomas. Yeah, that's that's the thing. With I'm not I'm people. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm saying that banking and thinking that a player that really hasn't played football to his full ability in two years is gonna just come back and just be gangbusters and offensive player of the, of the year type is fucking pushing it. Well, it's like they think that he has some kind of mind over matter ability because he is a, you know, he's a super competitive dude. You know, no, there's no question about his work ethic and like what he's going to do. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, man, your ankle was like he had a bad ankle injury. Terrible ankle injury. Really bad. Like, more like he had like three surgeries, right? Like three or four. Like, At least two surgeries and like yeah. a couple cleanups. Yep. So you just don't know with that stuff. Like, Colston was one of the most competitive wide receivers ever, and his knees were linguini, bro. Like, he was, they just was gone. You know what I'm saying? It just was gone after a couple of years. So, I mean, we just don't know what we – we don't know what we're going to get from Michael Thomas. We don't know. You know, but he's always going to be, like, you know, a tough hands guy. He's always going to compete. You know, but you don't know if you, – you have no idea. I mean, think we're going to get 2019, 149 catch – Michael Thomas is kind of crazy to believe that. Yeah, know? it is. It could happen. It could happen, but we—it's kind of crazy to believe that after what that went down with him. So we have, like I always said, you got to approach this offseason as if season he doesn't exist. They're not doing that. I mean, Dennis Allen going out to visit him to you know get to know him better and all this shit. Uh, you know, they 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 uh, restructured his contract, big cap money, so he's like locked in. You know, at least for the next two years. So they're not approaching the offseason like that at all. Like, fuck my advice. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are dependent on Michael Thomas being Michael Thomas. And I just hope it's true, bro. I hope it comes true. Yeah. Because if not, if he's a couple of notches below, ooh, not. Not looking good, man. Like just the whole situation not looking good. I'm looking. I'm looking at available tight ends. Like there are still there's some still decent tight ends that are available. I just I just I, I titled this Zoom meeting for this episode. What's the vision part three? Because I know we've said it numerous times. I don't know what the vision is of this team. We were sold when Dennis Allen became the head coach, continuity, uh, keeping the identity and culture together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all that, right? Oh, yeah. First thing that, one of the first things that happens is that a a 25-year-old star, free safety with elite range that allowed his defense to be what it was, is let go. Um, and I'm, and I'm not saying that Marcus May is not a good player when he was healthy. He was a good player. He's a very different player than Marcus Williams. Um, 
But the reality is he's coming off a torn Achilles and he has a DUI. So he's going to miss probably two to three games <laughs> before the season starts. So he's gone. I'm sorry. Mar- so Marcus Williams, gone. And then they tried to make this huge splash to get this quarterback and kind of have the future, you know, kind of set at quarterback and make themselves a contender with Watson. And in doing so, all their courting, courting, showing their ass, sitting on their hands, end up didn't getting him. And I just, it just seems like a team that's just in, I won't say in flux, but I told, I had a conversation with a friend about this recently, man, this looks like a six to nine win team at max. I mean, it looks like a repeat of last year pretty much so far. I, like, I, 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 I feel like got I, better so far. I feel like it's even worse than last year. Well, yeah, it's worse because you can't worse than that. You've gotten better yet. And they've lost. They've lost Marcus Williams. Um, obviously, look, this could change because we're talking right now. It was only really a week in the free agency. Uh, shit. I mean, I know he's not an offensive player. Go get Quine back, man. Like, he ain't been mentioned nowhere. Like, ain't nobody yeah. really been trying to compete for his services. Go get Quine back or something. If you ain't going to go back and try to rebuild your offense, at least, like, make sure your defense is, like, uber solid, like, super solid with depth and shit. But it's like, we're not even doing that, man. Like, it's just nothing. Just nothing. It's just, just nothing, man. And, again, this could change. Can we, can we go get fucking – can we trade a fourth for Saquon and, like, like, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, like, running back, running back. Like, the Saints won't have a running back for the first four to six weeks. They ain't going to have no running back. You tell me, no, Tony, Tony Jones, Tony Jones Jr., we going back to that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that shit. No, no, no one does. <laughs> and, you know, maybe, you know, the draft can change things. Maybe they, they just, maybe they go all offense on the draft. Maybe they just that. Maybe that's the plan. Maybe they just like we are going all offense, like Carolina did a few years ago with defense. They just going hammer offense, knock out defense and free agency. That'd be fun if they do that, but I wouldn't hold my breath. You know what I'm saying? Um, but man, it's 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 you know you just look at that side of the ball. Even you know not even the skill position, offensive line. So Ryan mm. Austin, we haven't talked about yet. You know, Probably did he sign to the Dolphins or is it still kind of? They haven't signed, but it seems like they're in heavy negotiations to get the contract worked out. Right. So you know, Teron's going to be gone. Um, I wonder if Pete. I wonder if Old Reese feels a little hurt. <laughs> please, please let them be hurt. Please. <laughs> you know what? You know what he should do just to show how hurt he is. Demand a trade, just like Matt Ryan did. Oh, please, please. <laughs> Hey, can we talk about the Falcons, man? Like, oh no! Oh, we we we. I was I was saving that. I was saving best for last on that, buddy. Oh, okay. Um, and I and I tweeted it, but both the Saints and the Falcons were just absolutely dumb as organizations for going after Deshaun Watson. We've gone over that before, but the Saints got played badly. Falcons got played even worse because the Falcons didn't 
the Falcons weren't even in the initial conversation with teams. Like, they were not listed initially. No. Deshaun Watson literally reached out to the Falcons because he is from Georgia, and he expressed to them that he potentially would want to be, he would want to come to Atlanta. So then that sets in motion all these gymnastics, Quavo, who, after blank, whatever, all these pan- pandering to him, stroking his ego. And in doing so, they pushed, they like kind of reconstructed or pushed back a date when they had to decide about a, a, a bonus for Matt Ryan. And the quarterback that literally had led them to the Super Bowl had won an MVP. I get that Saints fans were supposed to hate Matt Ryan, but in terms of like being like a professional and the face of a team, he has done that for the Falcons to the utmost degree. And you were trying to bring in a guy who had 22 sexual misconduct allegations and he gets alienated to the point where he was just like, fuck y'all, like get me out of here. And so the Falcons traded to the Colts today for a third round pick and they incur a $40 million dead cap Man. There is poverty. The, no, the, the, the Saints, uh, let's be real, the Saints are pretty close to poverty, at least offensively right now. And then there is poverty. In, that's, that's bankruptcy. Like, that's... That's Enron, bro. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Greg tweet, oh, tweeted it like the Falcons easily have the, the one of the worst teams in football, if not the worst roster in football. Um, they signed Mike Marcus Mariota. We got we got the little uh the, the whole Greg Rosenthal and Chris Wessling uh, in the NFC debate with the, with the Saints and the Falcons. Um, they signed Marcus Mariota and. What's annoying about all of this, and I tweeted it today, and I tweeted, I said, sometimes it's better to be lucky and having a higher draft pick than being smart. Yeah. All this shit has happened. It takes one draft pick. They could tra- They could draft Kenny Pickett. They can draft Malik Willis. And if, any, if one or two of those picks work, work out and they get their quarterback of the future, all good. That's, it's that simple. That that forty million dollar cap hit, dead money they take this year, cap because next year. It it would be it would essentially if if they draft a rookie if they drafted Willis or Pickett and that and that pick is good that rookie contract essentially cancels that 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 negative forty million in cap space, or dead cap yeah. it. Huh. It's like it's like a net zero. That's what's killing me about the Saints though, because if you look at what they paid for Jameis. Last year, what they're paying this year, yeah, essentially they're on a rookie QB deal. Now, look, Jameis is not a rookie QB. He doesn't come with the upside of a rookie QB, where you think. But if you just look at production wise, what he's giving you, it's about you know what you would expect from a, you know, from a uh, you know, up and coming quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So it's like take advantage of that, man. Like you getting to operate with a. With a quarterback that's not demanding 30, 40 million a year. Uh, you could cook like man, like build just, this damn team while you can. You it's know? just weird. Like, bro, the, the Chiefs signed Juju Smith Suster. Like, 
we have we have so many good teams that have good offenses slash good offensive players. And what have we talked about, man? You just build on that. You just flood the team, flood your quarterback with weapons. How long we've been, we've been screaming that for so long? We were saying flood, flood, Drew Brees, flood Drew Brees with weapons. I mean, way back when he was with the team. You know, but nope. We had to watch him battle Mahomes with fucking Lil Jordan Humphrey and Dwight <laughs> Johnson. Dwight Johnson, bro. Still one of the saddest games I've ever watched in my life. Sad. It, it, think, think about this, bro. You remember that that Bucks game that they won Halloween? Fucking mm-hmm. uh, Trevor Simeon throwing the fucking Kevin White? Kevin White, man. <laughs> one catch. To this to this day, if you look at the, the wide receiver room during the season and look at it now, it's the exact same except Traquan is a free agent, bro. That's it. It's worse. It's worse. Didn't get better. It was already bottom of the league and it's worse. I just – I know people are like – I know people are at, at one point like, you guys are just so – just negative. You got – listen, we just call – I don't, I don't want to be. Just call it like it is, man. Like, man, I want to be happy this free agency, man. I want to – I wanted some new gifts under the Christmas tree, bro. You don't want to be breaking down some tape of, I don't know, James Washington or something. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. Nah, bro. We got we got o- Olivia Bitts's uh, SBU card under the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I gotta call Liv. Call I'm looking up the difference between sexual assault versus. Sexual this and all that. Gotta, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Got to get two two all on the phone, bro. Like, this is too much. And yet we, you know, I will say this: they did get a defensive tackle. That has been a position that they've needed um, to add to. And Street may be a player where he may have a a. Uh, a tunnel, be like a tunnel like sign it. So I remember when we signed Tano last season, I was like, all right. Like, I liked him as a prospect. I, I, I liked him okay as a prospect. He went to Kansas City, was like a starter, but he didn't have like too much of like a career. And then like when he was healthy early in the season, man, he was falling. <laughs> and that kind of like, there are things that the Saints do with their pro personnel sometimes that is immaculate, right? The tunnel yeah. signing is an example of that. Demario Davis is a huge example oh. of that. Um, we can go back. Obviously it's, it's not the same staff and it's not the same people doing it, but we can go back to the signing of Jabari Greer. Like, yeah. no, no. like in, in Buffalo, he was like a decent corner. You know, but we went they out. Look, we, sometimes, sometimes they luck into it. Like, yes. Sometimes yes. they miss on the guy they talk. Maybe they were talking to what, like Paul Kruger. Oh, trying to yes. pay him big money. We missed out, and uh, I can't forget who they signed after that. But sometimes it just works out in their favor for whatever reason because they just, you know, can't match a deal, or they wind up getting like a second tier, third tier free agent. Um, sometimes it just works out, and it's, it's happened quite a bit for the Saints. 
as far as their free agents, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, you know, you just sometimes you just got to look at it and be like, okay, maybe their production hadn't been outstanding, but, you know, K Streets, get him with Ryan Nielsen, you know, man, maybe they could do something, man, because, you know, the defensive line, there is some players, there are some players there. Yeah, you know, I mean, you got you got you know two first Marcus Davenport, you got Cam Jordan, uh, Peyton Turner, still a question mark, but you know he has upside. Uh, they brought Sh- uh, Shy Tuttle back, uh, but they really needed a defensive tackle that can come in and, and do something. And there's still some DTs out there. I don't know if they go that route, but you know Sue's still out there. Uh, uh, Sheldon Richardson. Um, Couple of other players out there. Sheldon Rankin still might be out there too. Sheldon Rankin, I'm sure he's out there. Like, (laughs) no break out there. Uh, I mean, Akeem Hicks still out there. Shoot, I I bring Hicks back. Sure is. I'm like, sometimes like do something. Like, okay, if you want to just ignore offense, okay, well, just make like the best fucking defense you can. Like, just make a, you know, have like an eight man rotation on the defensive line or something. Like, just do something. Shit. (laughs) Something. Something, please, please do something. And people will be like, "Well, when they signed Jameis today, yeah, like they, like they, were they going to go into the draft without like with like Taysom Hill coming off a of Liz Frank injury as like their number one option? Like them getting a quarterback was just a matter of time, more right. so. It's, of, it's like that was always penciled in, you know. It was just like okay, you know, but it just it just. Okay, it solidifies an answer there, you know, and to me, and you know, it should be James 100% unless they bring in like a Kenny Pickett, you know what I'm saying? But it should be James 100% going into camp, you know, no stupid competition with Taysom Hill and then like that. Like, let the dude Correct. cook with whoever we bring in that wide receiver, let him develop those, uh, those ke- that chemistry and all that stuff, and let him be him. And own and own it, you know what I'm saying? As far as the draft, though, you think so? Do you think? Uh, funny, it's funny you said that. I'm, I'm, look, chance? I'm looking at the. I, I literally pulled up the draft list as you were talking, like the order. <laughs> so, I mean, of the QB needy teams in the top ten, there's Ooh. what Detroit. Nobody really thinks Detroit's picking a quarterback at two. Um, <sighs> you got Carolina, and you got the Falcons. Now, and you got um, Seattle, and you got Seattle. All of them in the top ten, right? Yes, yes. So uh, it's good. I I it's don't just hard see to it. know. I don't see it. Just, I, I I think all the moves that have been made have made it. If if that was their plan, if the Saints' plan were to draft their quarterback of the future in this draft, and hoping maybe one slipped. Of maybe out of the top ten, and then they could have jumped from eighteen to high, you know, eighteen to like eleven, twelve, or thirteen to get them. I think that's gone. Like, so do you either, think those teams are drafting quarterbacks? I, I think, I think the the pinpoint of the draft in terms of for the Saints it comes at six. I really do. Um, with Carolina. Dave Tepper missed out on uh, Stafford. He missed out on Watson. I think Dave Tepper is going to say, fuck this. I'm not missing out on the guy again. You know, 
you're kind of being viewed as a laughing stock because you could have had your you could have had your quarterback last season. You could have had Mac Jones. You could have had Justin Fields. You take a fucking corner instead. Um. So I think they. I think I don't know, man. I get a, a Kenny Pickett to Carolina field at six, and at eight, I would not be shocked if the Falcons took Malik Willis at eight. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. He's a he's a Georgia kid. Um, so I can then, definitely see that. And then you would have two teams in the NFC NFC South that have their quarterbacks of the future. Uh, we don't know if they're going to pan out or not, but two quarterbacks that I really like. You have Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, and then you have the Saints with Jameis. Now, that's not to say, like, in round two, they honestly – Round two, these if they don't get their quarterback in round one, in round two, these dudes need to be trying to find a way to get a Desmond Riddler, uh, well, I'll take Desmond. Sam Howe. Like, one of those needs to happen. I think, to your point about their picks, we're going to – and so people who are listening, we're going to do an episode strictly – we're going to do like – we did one last season where it was just a mock, sim, mock simulator – we're going to do another one of those episodes um, as the draft gets closer because it's almost a month away. Um, but it would be, it would be uh, so nice and refreshing to see them just go offense heavy in this draft, bro. You know, just would, to see. It would. Just for them. So, and I say that. It's the injection know, of life. The injection yeah. of life in the offense. And I say you that. Know, 50% ain't going to work out, but that would be so nice. Knowing, knowing that at 18, I say they should go offense and it's going to be like an offensive tackle. I just probably so. I, it is what it is, bro. I just, I want, like you said, I want some spice. I want that PS5 under the crystal tree. PS5, man. Need it, bro. Can I get at, in at this one, bro? I don't, you, you name any wide receiver in, that's yes. in the first round. Yes. I, <laughs> I don't even like Drake London that much. Don't care. Yes. yes. Don't care. Garrett Wilson. Like, Yes, I I, have, I haven't seen a wide receiver that I hate yet. Like I just, ugh, like I don't want. Yes, maybe yeah, the I've... Purdue, the Purdue, the Purdue kid I don't love. Who oh, P- Purdue? Who's Purdue? Uh, I forget it. David Bell, I think. Oh, David Bell. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched some of him, and I was just like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, man, Sean Payton will love him. Get him out of my face. <laughs> he just looks like Drew Brees. I don't know, man. I just something about him. I was like, I don't want him. But um, yeah, I will say I don't care. Back to your point though about them being able to draft a quarterback. I do think a lot of those moves that if those quarterbacks, so let's say quarterbacks go six and eight, Carolina and Atlanta, which would be fucking sucky for the Saints. Like (laughs) if if Carolina and the Falcons both draft their quarterback of the future in this draft and they end up being good, oh! But if they do. I think you will. We will see a big, big drop in the receivers in the draft. Oh yeah, you go have your pick. You, like by the time the Saints get to eighteen, the Saints should have their pick at wide receiver. And if you just go, and I'm going through the teams, the first receiver I can see coming off the board would be at ten to the Jets. I can see the Jets going wide receiver because they have the fourth pick. So I can see the Jets going either 
corner or edge rusher at four, and then at 10, getting a raw receiver, or I could see them going offensive line. Okay. Um, I think Washington would be a threat to potentially go wide receiver as well. Um, I know I don't know if they will. They got scary Terry. They paid, man, they paid Curtis Samuel a shit ton of money, and he had did shit with them last season. Um, but then so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna list the teams that I can see going wide receiver. You have Seattle at or sorry, not Seattle, you have the Jets at 10. You have potentially Washington at 11. You have the Texans at 13. I don't think I could see Baltimore going wide receiver, but it also wouldn't shock me. Um, they just took one last year in the first round. Or shot yeah, Bateman yeah. at 27. But I'll, it just I don't know, man. It just wouldn't shock if me. If anything, if anything, they trade back. Yeah. So 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 Texas at 13, and then the Eagles. At 15 or 16, could go wide receiver. And then I don't think the Chargers are going wide receiver because of um, they just got Mike Williams. Like the Saints, who, they will have their selection of whoever they want at wide receiver at 18, bro. Oh, man. Selection. And it would be such a Saints move for us to Jordan have Davis, our selection. Bro. Jordan Davis. And they go Jordan Davis or they go OT. It's just, it's just, it just feels like it's going to happen. So just, just know, I would be, so draft credentials are applied for. Not only are the draft credentials applied for, I actually put down like we, you know, for us to be like in a little, like the media room. So we could have like a table to like actually record, like do a live stream and record from the actual draft. Um, we'll see if we get granted all that or whatever. But whatever happens after draft, Ryan and I will be there. We will be having fun with our family, and we will recap it all. And it's probably going to be a shit show because we we know how the story ends. Um, but I want to I want to I want to leave round one on Thursday, and as soon as I get back to the Airbnb. I want to pull up my laptop, go to YouTube, yeah. and just watch, pull put in the, that wide receiver name, bro. Even if I've already watched the, the tape before, bro, I can already see really, it. You can really focus in. Yeah, like just nitty gritty and be like, oh yeah, like I can see how they can be used in this. I, I, I want to feel that again. Last time I probably felt that was with AK, bro. Bro, that was 2017. Uh, a little crazy. bit with Traquan, his tape was like, oh, Traquan yeah. can really run. That's about it. That's it. Like, we get downfield. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got no moves or nothing. Got no route running. Straight down. Nine routes. Nine routes all day. <laughs> but n- not only do I want to feel that excitement, but the way that this front office has neglect, and we've said it before, the way this front office has continued to neglect the, their skill positions has been absolutely criminal. Like, it, it, and it continues to be criminal for what we've seen early on in free agency. It just, it just lacks a lot of confidence. And we just, we need more. We need, as fans, we need more. I, can y'all give us like a, like a, you know what? We, we went after Deshaun Watson. He, Here's a Cole Beasley, 
uh, and another tight end poopoo platter. <laughs> like something. AJ Green at this point, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that man is starving. That's it. Oh, bro. You got we had, what, 800 some yards last year, man. Chop off. I, I take I mean, it, to be fair, like AJ Green is exactly the type of wide receiver that Jameis needs. Like, right. get downfield, throw it up. AJ hopefully will catch it on the jump ball. Like, I don't know, man. What are? But I, I, I truly meant my, my what wife? I said. Okay. Uh, I truly meant what I said earlier as we wrap this up. Is this feels like a sixteen six wing team? Nine win, nine win team at most. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, absolutely. At most nine. At most nine. NFC's taking a lot of hits, right? NFC's taking a lot of hits. It's not. It's not. Strong. It's not a not a strong conference like it was, man. Like if you go, if you just go down the list, like it's like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. But like you start thinking about who the elite quarterbacks is in the NFC, bro. Underscores, underscores my point. Why should, we should be tooling up? Oh, bro. You got you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Tom Brady, you got Stafford, Stafford. And, and you got Dak. And and what and however you may feel about Kyler. That is. It, bro. bro. I wish I wish Drew Brees had that this ten years. <laughs> nah, nope, nope. <laughs> Couldn't be us. But like that is a, and it's, so if you're not gonna have a, a, an, a like a star quarterback, man, at least have the rest. Like, and I've said it, like build a team like fucking Broncos did. Now their defense got a little old and a little overrated, mm-hmm. but. Can someone, if anyone listens to this, just go look back at that fucking Broncos draft where they said, our offense is big shitty. <laughs> like, we need to fix this. I'm trying to pull yeah. up what draft it was. So, two years ago? Because I, I think, because you said it, right? You said, you, you know, the offense should go heavily in terms of rod receiver. So, for them to, so I'm going to pull up I'm going to pull up the draft. Uh, he got drafted in 2020. I'm going to pull up the draft that the Broncos had in 2020. The Broncos drafted Jerry Judy at 15. They drafted KJ Hamler in the second round, two wide receivers. Wide receiver, or round one, round two. They said, oh, we, need, we need weapons. Let's go fix that in the draft. Uh, third round, they went cornerback. They also got their their center. I think they drafted uh, Noah Fant um, somewhere in this draft too. Can can we have something similar to that where the like it's just acknowledged like we we like the offense needs some juice. I, I don't right. think we ask them for a lot. I, I mean, what we got? We got what four picks in the top one hundred one or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, give me two wide receivers. Give me two wide receivers, a running back, and a quarterback, or two wide receivers, a tight end, and a running back, or one wide receiver, a tight end, an OT, and a running back. Like, just, man, give this offense some life, man. Like, give it some life, man. 
Just give us some life, some fresh blood. Because yeah, if you hit, if you hit, like, ball, man, you cooking. Because if you hit and if the defense, even if we, we, we don't expect the defense to be as it, as it has been the last two seasons, but if it hits and the defense is, like, even a couple of notches below what it's been in an NFC, that's enough to at least get you to the game, bro. Like, get you to the dance. And then, like like we talked about before, man, you see, you know, Kyler Murray or maybe Aaron Rodgers see a team with Michael Thomas and whoever this new stud rookie wide receiver is in the in the round one, round two, and they're like, oh shit, Saints maybe, cooking. Maybe, uh, maybe Jared start getting, you know, ready to get Dak out of there. Oh, oh, maybe Dak. You know, I mean, you never know. You just never know what happens <laughs> in this league. You know what I'm saying? Never know. This league <laughs> feels like feels like Dan and big, uh, Baker Mayfield still a shoe that's gonna drop. We'll see what that. Yeah, I was bro. I was talking about with my girl. I was like, I don't know where Jimmy G and Baker go. Go, bro. No man, I'm looking looking bleak out there. But if you know, if one of them dudes go to you know either Atlanta, Seattle, or um, Carolina. You know, I mean, that just checks another box off as far as who's going to take a QB in the top ten. And a lot of people think don't think any of these quarterbacks going in the top ten. Oh, That'll be interesting if that doesn't happen. That'd be interesting. Like, man, if, if, if I would say if if they both, if Willis and Pickett drop off a top ten, bro, I would, we're gonna be in Vegas. I might feel strongly enough. I don't. I'm not saying that they. Both will be going to the top 10, but I will put money on it that at least one of them will go in the top 10. Mm-hmm. I and, I, and, I, and I'm and I not – I don't like gambling usually. I, we've talked about this. I hate the way – but I will put legit money that one of these quarterbacks are going to top 10. It's just going to happen, man. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Now, if it doesn't, then they need to be on the fucking phone. <laughs> Call, making some calls, trying to get up. Has to happen. If you're willing to trade three three first round picks for a person for a quarterback that had 22 sexual abuse or sexual assault allegations, if if you're not willing to give up a future first to move up from 18 to like 11 or 12 or whatever it may cost to get your quarterback of the future, then you got shit fucked up. You got shit messed up, <laughs> big time. But that said, we wanted to have an episode recap of the moves that. It's kind of happened. <laughs> Recap the moves that have not happened. More importantly, um, hopefully there there'll be some movement. There'll be some some bargain bin shopping. Uh, we can get a wide receiver, tight end. That tight end list from free agency, like that's exhaustive, bro. Like there's a lot of tight ends out there, like a lot. Can we get Can we get Jimmy back? Just bring Jimmy home, man. What's some jump balls? Don't pay Dan no more, you know. Yeah, I, but you know, Jimmy Graham's out there. Eric Ebron, Kyle Rudolph, <laughs> Jared Cook, Kyle Rudolph, shit. Jared Cook, I know, I know. Say Twitter is going insane, bro. At this point, bro, give me fucking Jared. You know who? You know who would be. A good sneaky signing as I see him as a free agent. And he was he was off to having getting probably paid in 
a lot of it probably was offense and some of it was Aaron Rodgers, but he appeared to be a damn good player, an ascending player. Robert Tunyon, bro. Mm. Green Bay tied it. He got, he got that injury. I don't know if it was Achilles or it was ACL, but he tore something this season and then he was out for the rest of the season. But this is kind of one of those like Jamison William moves, bro, where like yeah. you, you sign him and he may not have like an impact that you're looking for immediately. But like if he comes back healthy, like he could, he was looking good with the Packers before he Yeah, died. he was. I remember. I remember he was. And he's only he's only 27. Like he's a free yeah, agent. Those, those are those type of deals that, you know, that could work out for you. But no, the, it wouldn't the, cost you much either. It, it wouldn't. You could do what you could. And I would sign him to a two-year deal, two-year deal where he gets some of the money in year one, because he probably wants some, you know, he, you know, some type of, you know, for the injury, you want to be like, hey, I know you were injured. You're probably not gonna play a whole bunch of games, but here I'm paying you this money in year one. And then year two, maybe it's a very heavy, like incentive laced contract where he there's a lot of marks that he could hit to like reach the full level of the second year. Something, man. It's like Kai can fucking figure that shit out, man. It's not it's not a hard contract to to figure out. But I think I just saw him on the list. I was like, damn, he's a free agent. Like I know he's hurt, but anyway, I'm gonna stop stop blank, complaining and stop talking about these dudes. I could I could do it for for hours on end. Um, one to just recap everything, get everyone up to speed. Um, we haven't really recorded since the emergency podcast dropped. Weirdly enough, the whole. Deshaun Watson saga, like three episodes were recorded on Deshaun Watson when Ryan and I was talking about the potential of the Saints training for him have been like our three biggest podcast episodes. Yes. Um, the emergency episode alone did close, did pretty much 2,500, 2,500 downloads slash lessons. Yeah. Which is, which is wild. Um, so, we appreciate everyone. We, we appreciate people who have been supporting us for the longest time, people who continue to support us, new people who are supporting us. Um, we received like a rash of new Patreon members, which is amazing. Um, yes. So we really appreciate everyone sticking in there with us. And we're happy that we can continue to, to, to put out content, Saints related and do this episode. So and luckily, at least my mentions have calmed down a little bit. I don't know if yours have, but luckily mine's have calmed down a little bit yeah, um, yeah. With, with this whole saga and everything. Um, and so we'll be back maybe this week if there's something for us to talk about this week. If not, we'll be back next week talking about the Saints. Oh, one other thing. I did reach out to Tony Pauline of the, of the Pro Football Network. Um, he has agreed to come on to the podcast prior to the draft, so we could talk about the draft with him. It's not, we don't know exactly when that's going to take place yet, but Tony Pauline has agreed to come onto the show. Um, that's kind of like our annual thing. The first pod episode we ever did, we did it with uh, Tony Pauline, so we kind of just do it as kind of like a tradition here going forward. But anyhow, thank you, everyone. We appreciate y'all. Hang in there. Be good. Be safe. We're out. Peace. 
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.